And we have returned, part two of the Ryan Show FM. We know everybody's been waiting all night for this moment where two rap legends, icons, combine forces to make some great radio. It is with great honor that I introduce the fans of the Ryan Show FM to one of the true hip-hop greats, somebody who has made music that I had the, the luxury of sitting around all day listening to. I got to really sift through the work, the whole body of it, a whole bunch of great albums. So once again, it's with great honor that we introduce the living legend, Pharaoh Munch. On the Ryan Show FM for the first time. What is going yeah. on, man? Stop. Welcome, welcome. Stop. Welcome in, baby. Welcome to the show, cuz. Welcome to the man. show. What's good? Thank y'all, man. What a f***ing intro. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's FM or not. I don't oh, know it is, but we got, we got we're all beat. cursing on all FM right, radio right, these yeah, days. we can curse. <laughs> we got a great editing team. Oh yeah. Oh, he loves to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Munch, I see you are surrounded by other heroes around you. Quite a background you've got there. To those that are listening on the radio, I mean, I see the original Wolverine. I see the yellow Wolverine I grew up watching on the X-Men TV animated series. Yep. I see Rhino, all these different action figures. I gotta ask, did you purchase these? Recently, or is this like a collection that you put together for the background? It's a collection, right? When I when I first started doing these uh these podcasts and these zooms, I had a bunch of you know a whack stuff back there. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta I gotta flip it a little bit. And so then, um, being on Instagram, you 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 get hooked up with different like cats who collectors. <clears throat> and once people start seeing the interviews, they kind of start being like, yo, your collection is whack, B. And, and, I, <laughs> and they were putting me on. And so then I just I just went crazy after that. You know what I mean? I, I had a couple of pieces. But then when everything got locked down for real, for real, all, all I could really do is like order or I would sneak out the crib and like go to literally like they sell some of these at Target or whatever. And I would go creeping, looking for like action figures. So that that's been my thing during the whole. There you go. You know, lockdown. And it's Marvel <laughs> themed, I guess, right? It looks like, yeah. to my knowledge, I only see the Marvel characters up there. Yeah, it, it's it's. I don't really mess with DC like that, but it's it's a couple of Batman joints I got. Okay, okay, I there you go. On the down right, Batman and Superman. I mean, they got Wonder yeah. Woman too, but Marvel yeah. definitely. Trump's what, DC just power moves though, like business wise. Like think about yeah, what Marvel's yeah. doing right now. Just being owned by a giant company, they get so much money pumped into them. So I mean, it, it the results speak in those movies. I don't really watch superhero movies like that, but these these movies are like full on cinematic masterpieces at this point. Yeah, it's crazy. Ooh, yeah, like yeah. the Avengers, the Avengers, that whole series. I watched with Endgame. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, had to watch all of them. One day, just like laying on the <laughs> be amazing. And some of this work, I mean, look, as time goes on, it gets more refined. And this is a perfect segue into your new album. I listened to the whole thing today. Yourself, Marcus Machado, who, by the way, I've been listening to for a long time. He's a nasty guitar player. Crazy. And on the drums, Daru Jones. So you guys have formed a collective. This is a group now, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I... I've been doing the like kind of rock vibes in the music for a minute. So it's not a real departure from what I do, but I just thought with this project, it, it would make it more official 
if it was a group effort and, and a and a band, you know, because I wanted to really venture more on that side. And without bastardizing, like I you hear people do these mashups all the time and a lot of times it really gets bastardized and they either not come through on the hip hop side or on the rock side. So I wanted to add these two assassins like Daryl Jones on the drums and Marcus yeah. on the guitar to like really make it official. And, and you know, um, when we go out, you know, obviously I, I worked, this album was worked on from years ago. So we were planning to like go out and like hit the road and live shows and really like bring it to the stage and campaign for the, for the people. Like, you know, old rock style, like get in the van and just go out and, and, and rock and really campaign. That's kind of why the, the the album feels the way it does. Like a lot of the songs were written to do live, you know, and get the crowd involved oh, or yeah. just be high performance songs. So uh, when the pandemic hit, it kind of threw the whole thing for a loop. And I knew I had to deviate and do these visuals so you could still kind of get the feel of what it would feel like to see us live and actually like just plug everything in and rock. You know, y'all got to forgive me. I answer with long ass answers. No, I, I'm sitting here absorbing it all. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It's the blessings, man. We need the one to one hear all that good shit. That shit. I can't yeah, wait to makes our job easy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know that's and, the truth. And so, you know, um, you know, it's in the vein of the joints I like, you know, like people people think, you know, rock music, you know, everybody was like, be careful when you say that because people get all type of visions or thoughts or whatever. But it's 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 like original, you know, black funk soul, blues, and then in the seventies. It just turned into the, the things that I love, like Hendrix and Zeppelin and Sabbath. And then, you know, and then by the time hip hop came around, like DJs were were cutting up. Like I got the big beat and, and Queen and, you know, different breaks in the park. And I was like, yo, you know, so it's, it's I would find those records and be like, I didn't even know these dudes were, were rock dudes at the time. So I've always been drawn to that to that vibe for a minute. So I just felt the only only right to do it. I I've been thinking of this for like you know years. Your tra- your yeah, style translates perfectly yeah, perfectly the delivery and the voice. Now right. when you guys are making this, are you all in the studio together, like almost like a jam session, kind of just you know right. ping ponging ideas off each other, or was you know the pandemic and all that made that difficult? Definitely, uh, for for bulk of the music we were, but like I said, a, a lot of times, uh, unless you're really really working hard on getting the feel right, you kind of lose something. So that's why I wanted to implement like some of the top uh, hip hop producers, like the Knots and Marco Polo and Super Ugly, yeah. E Jones, Lee Stone, that was with me with through the internal affairs and just have them like um, be on the production side as well. So it wouldn't lose the hip hop feel either, if you know what I mean. And you mentioned, you know, your interest in rock. That was like such a golden era in that genre. And it just failed to kind of carry on. There's not many like popular rock bands. 
And like you said, you hear that and you think like of modern rock. It, it's at least for me, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Pink Floyds, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin, like you said. And that's kind of the feel of that acid rock is what I got from that album. You can hear right. that you were influenced by that specific sound. And right. especially Marcus Machado with his guitar right. playing. Right. It was just such a perfect I mean, you know, it, you know, I don't want to sound like the, the old dude, but that's when the shit was dope. You know, like it, it, a lot of those grooves felt like that. If I could sample this right here, I would rhyme over this. You know what I mean? And then and that's a certain feel. Um, I think the whole music spectrum is, is in the same thing. People, people don't like a lot of what, uh, the new feel of the hip hop is as, but it's across all the genres. It's like rock is the same way. So you got to be careful when you say, uh, yeah, I'm trying to do a rock feel because, you know, if you're not of a certain age or knowledge like yourself, people might just think of some whack ass, you know, yeah. music. Um, it's the same thing with hip hop though. Like, you know, you, 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 if you're having a conversation with somebody who doesn't really know and, and you say hip hop, they can reference something new that is just not in the category of, of how we view the golden. Yeah. But that's what, that's the key word golden. It's like that golden era and it doesn't matter who you are. Like you gravitate towards good music. Like you said, it's all in the same spectrum of what invokes emotion. And what you know invokes a certain feeling when you're listening to it, at least for me. So, I mean, music is my life. Like, so yeah, there you go. Old music you go. plays a part of that, shit, no doubt, no question about yeah. it. And the production on the album, I mean, just the whole way that you were able to to move from that rock sound and you know into into that hip hop sound with you rapping and your voice and your style just translates so nicely to be able to do that. It's like. It's kind of like your own genre, Ben, that you've done with that album. I don't even want to put it into any type of category. So to anyone oh, out there, man. everybody's got to check out that album like immediately. It's out for streaming everywhere now. We're going to be playing a bunch of it tonight. I mean, you know, just the evolution of your music has been a beautiful thing to see as a fan, just from all the way back in the early 90s. And, you know, a lot of rappers make it and their style either stays the same or they might not put out as much quality content. But, you know, I look at guys like yourself, Sean Price, Mr. Cheeks here that continually continuously manage to evolve their craft, even like Eminem, say. Right. And it just gets more and more complex and complicated. So, I mean, I just got to, you know, tip. I wish I had a real hat. I'd tip my hat to you now. But <laughs> seriously, just the, oh, the evolution from the beginning to now has just been awesome to uh, experience. I appreciate it, man. You, like, you could tell when an artist loves... <laughs> loves what they do and, and loves music and really? respects respects music and and for me you know it's like um i thought you know you're supposed to grow and uh, i'm kind of blessed to be in a space where i, I can you know take those chances and i think with hip-hop you can't really front you know it's i love it so much because like it's, it's, it's kind of whack and a waste of time to try and be what you're not. And I think over the years, a lot of cats showed me love because, you know, it's just it's just like DMX, man. It's like, dude is so genuine, so honest. You feel like you, you know, you feel like he's somebody from your hood or just a dude you know. Even though I didn't know him personally, it just, 
the, the loss hurts because it's like, damn, like we all know this dude. I know a dude like him, you know, or, or somebody who's having a similar struggle or just struggle in general. general. I say that to say, you know, if you're genuine or whatever you do, you know, it cuts through. Uh, it may not cut through to that to that degree, but I think it, it in hip hop, it, it never paid to to f- in front. So, you know, I just been trying to do what I love. That's all. Hell yeah! And you always stay true. And you know, you're Hell one yeah. of those underground. And you ended up having you you know you got one of those monumental hits. Like Simon says, is one of those songs that like if you don't listen to hip hop, you know that song when it comes on. And you're screaming, you know, the ad libs and you're screaming the hook. And I mean, just, it's, you know, it's good to get those, you know, get that too. You know, get that, what they yeah. say, the mainstream. Yeah, it, it was it was lovely to, to get that off, man. You know, it, it just opened some doors. Um, and, I, and I mean, in a way of like seeing the business side of shit. And, uh, just, just, just uh, going on the road and experience. The difference between, you know, a, a crowd record and a bar record yeah. and these different type of things. So it, it was dope to get one of those. And again, like I was saying, man, I, I love it, man. Like a lot of people with those type of songs, they get tired of them. Every time, like it's the first time, you know what I mean? And like, like in an <laughs> arena, that's gotta be that's one of those yeah. songs that will like turn yeah. the whole arena up. And w- and what about the girls in the front row? I have to ask that too, because just one of the more iconic. <laughs> it's just the delivery. <laughs> if I was a girl, I'd be pulling out my ladies. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was mad titties the first year, and then like good. Yeah, yeah right. now they're getting a little older. I, uh, now, now when they're pulling them out, it's a yeah. different experience. Yes, they, they 30 and 40, they don't want to take the yeah. out anymore. <laughs> hey, girls. Honky, honky, I think this is the perfect time to play it. Without further ado, Pharaoh Mosh, Simon Says, one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. This is The Ryan Show FM. We are in studio with the one and only Pharaoh Mosh, and we will be back. Let's go. Classic, just a classic. This is the Ryan Show FM with Pharaoh Monch in studio. Simon says, timeless, just timeless. Pharaoh, I have to ask, you made the transition into becoming a solo artist after being part or half of the legendary hip-hop duo Organized Confusion. What was that transition like to becoming a solo artist after working with Prince Poe for so long? Didn't. Like, Poe was like the dude. I don't even think I would have been doing this if I I didn't have a partner. And like being a sports dude, I always loved the the, the camaraderie and uh, the whole uh, you know the team shit. You know, so going solo, like I really those those years I took off, I went back on some rocky. Balboa, because um, even though we were underground, you know, cats had little budgets back then. We was recording at Battery. And we had little food budgets, and it was love. It was, you know, we were underground, but it was, it was, it was love. Work, you know, different producers, large, whatever. So when the solo thing happened, um, 
like, yo, I got, you know, some stuff I want to get off my chest. And um, he gave me the nod. And for me, I, like, went back to, like, just recording in the basement and going over my man Lee Stone's crib and, like, riding the bike over there and really treating it like uh, some grassroots grime microphone in the closet. You know, the whole, that whole album is done, like, like coming out sweating because you can't have an air condition on because the shit get into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to um just bring it back down to that level and say, yo, are you really, are you really, you got to ask yourself, like, are you really about this, about, you know, to do this on your own, you know? And um, I went overseas and tested the shit out with a, with a DAT player, like, Play to start the dat, walk out on stage by myself. You know what I mean? Like it was myself through that just to just to ask myself: Are you really, really down to do this solo project? You know, and it was rough. You know, saying you can't rewind the dat. You know, like you gotta have this together. (laughs) You gotta do it. You know what I mean? I didn't have a DJ at the time, so. Went through that grind, and I was like, I think I'm ready. So, so when I came back, I finished the demo, and I, I was shopping the demo. Um, I had offers, but I just wanted to show people that I was trying to develop a voice on my so, own. That, so you already had sense. part of the album made before you were signed to anybody? Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. And that's like, a, you know, to anyone out there that's tuning in for the very first time, uh, one of the greatest albums ever. One of the greatest hip-hop albums ever, Internal Affairs. If anybody is out there, uh, you know, Googling, driving around in their cars, which I'm sure they are. So I had no idea that it was like pre... Because I mean, yo, it, it's just, you know, track by track. Just such a Some classic. of it, yeah. Some some of it. Some of it, uh, you know, once I did the deal with Raucous, you know, com- coming off the duo, we didn't do a lot of features. So I was just like... You know who you want to do joints with, so the album is really, even though the the records that shine on their own, they do. You know, I I, I was reaching out to a lot of people because I you know wanted to work with a lot of cats. Was Simon Says created before you had gone to Ruckus? No, no, no. I did that after. I did that after, and that's that's a context. It's something that I've been you know talking about in the interviews too. Because um, in New York at the time, you know, DJs were breaking records still. So we would, we would be heavy in the tunnel, heavy in the clubs. And although, you know, we the underground dudes, you know, Cheeks know Queen, Queens was rolling pretty deep. Hell and we'd yeah. be in those spots. And I, and I could feel what, like, people were reacting to. And I was like, I can make one of those. I think I can make one of those. You know what I'm saying? And I went to the label and was like, yo, I think, you know, I could compete with what's popping at the time. What was popping at the time was like, uh, Holla Holla, uh, Murder Inc. A lot of dope, a lot of dope But I was like, you know, I think I could get a tunnel joint. And so that's what I, you know, was thinking that's when I started working on the shit. Yeah. 
what was it? Did you hear the beat first? Because I mean, you hear it like we've all seen Godzilla. You hear just so powerful, so crazy. When you heard that, what were your first thoughts? Like, did you know immediately that this was it? Just you had to do something crazy on that beat. So, so my my man, my man was was uh, heavy in Tower Records at the time, and he would like buy like $250 worth of CDs at a time and just come back and, and have mad music. And um, one day he copped that that soundtrack. And he was like, yo, I got the, the monster, the monster joint at the, the after school special, three o'clock Godzilla King <laughs> Kong joints, you know? And I was like, word? And I, and I went down to his crib. He was playing on CD. The whole CD got, got joints on it. That I was hearing, I was like, that's crazy, that's crazy. But then the, the theme song came on and I was like, yo. And I grabbed it up and I just went home and I looped up the, you know, the 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 the, the four bars, the four notes. Dun, dun, and I was dun, like, dun. this is crazy. And I put some drums on it. <laughs> yo, so you made like, the beat yo. too? That's that's absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just iconic. Iconic. Like Dave said earlier, it doesn't matter. Whether yeah, or not you're a hip hop fan, like like music songs, invokes you know, like, yeah. emotion. That's one of those songs that you could be a 95 year old white person in an old people's home, and you're just gonna start, you know, wiling out for a bit. <laughs> 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 retirement home like the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> just insane. So, uh, so after that dropped. I read, and once again, we can only go by, you know, these Wikipedias. We were just talking about it earlier. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. But I guess that the, was it the composer from Godzilla actually went after you for the sample? What, what actually went down? I know they speak lightly about it on Wikipedia. Um, yeah, man, you know, unfortunately, you know, these, these dudes were really good at, you know, finding talent. Charlotte most, but they sucked on the. F- oh man, I'm sorry. They oh, sucked on the business. They <laughs> sucked on the business side, and you know, I turned I turned in all the information to clear the sample, and they were like, you know, nah, nah, you know, you we got this, and I'm like, yo, man, I don't know, man, this is you know, you know, because a lot of times cats be like, it's slide under the radar, or whatever. Anyway, it didn't slide under the radar. <laughs> And, I can only imagine you know, the reaction. I, I was I was cutting the grass. I was cutting the grass in Queens, my mom's crib, and this dude walked up the block and said, "Are you Troy Jameson?" And I said, "Yeah, that's me." And he handed me a letter, and I took the letter, oh, and I was served. Served. I was served. Yeah. I hate and those dudes. <laughs> I hope that dude had a, something bad happen to him right after that. By the time I by the time I read the letter, I'm like, that's weird. This dude handed me a letter in the in the middle of the day. By the time I read the letter, I was like, oh, shit, this is a lawsuit. He was in the wind. Yeah, you've been served, type. Shit. <laughs> exactly. Dang. Crazy, <laughs> crazy that they couldn't get that together on their end. That's insane. And and I mean, imagine. It, 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 it's it. so different. It's so like I'm sorry, but that's one of those ones that you'd think in court would be in your favor because it's not. I don't know. I, it's such a small 
excerpt from the song that you know, I don't know. Oh, hey, what do I know? I'm not a lawyer. Crazy. Now, that being said, um, you know, I think it's time to play some of your music. That song was bigger than Godzilla anyway. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Are you kidding me? <laughs> they need to put this in a new movie they got. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 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 It was it. Although it has made quite a lot of movies, right? I remember it was in Charlie's Angels. And that's what happened once it started getting that you know locked in the movies. After Charlie's yeah. Angels, they was like, "That's it, bro. Get the fuck out of it. We're gonna serve you right now." Uh, <laughs> damn it. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, and, oh, that's, and that shows now. I mean, it's, yeah, you got to get those samples cleared. So on that note, let's play some music. There's so much great new music that we're going to put the spotlight on right now. And uh, and on that note, follow Farrell on Instagram. What's the handle for them to follow you on IG? Farrell March on all platforms. P-H-A-R-O-A-H-E. March on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And uh, Channel 13, that's a little weird because we use the one and the three and the 13, but you'll see it on my page. And uh, Channel 13 is is the handle for the band. Awesome. All All right, so there you have it. Let's get to it, Honky Wonky on the ones and twos. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will return with Pharaoh Monch to wrap things up in just a little bit. Be sure to follow him. Mr. Cheeks, Hams, Dave, myself, your host, Ryan Vernell. We'll be back. Well, it can mean a lot of things, but tonight... It means that this is the Ryan Show FM. And it's good to see two hip-hop legends together. I just wonder where it all started between Queens you guys, Mr. Cheeks. Yeah, seriously, Queens oh, is in the building. building. Queens, no. get the money. <laughs> you know how we do, man. We did it early, man. We was them n****s over there with him and Prince Poe watching him, Prince Poe, Onyx, all them n****s preparing their music. And like at the first that jam at the J studio. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I mean, Red's Cafe. Red's Cafe, man. Hey. Like, God damn, man. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good years, man. Good years. I'm just happy to see you still doing what you're doing. Like, I'm still rocking and rolling, man. I'm I'm like, I'm mad happy and proud of you and shit like that. Because, you know what I'm saying? Man, this appreciate shit it. We was doing early in the days with some other shit than where we yeah, had lesson to be rocking and rolling, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Thanks, man. So you got your Mets on. Let's go, yeah, man. Let's go. Looking good, finally, for the Mets fans out there. I guess you two specifically must be hyped. It looks like it. It's finally that turnout. And a Rod, did you guys see that a Rod? Yeah, who everybody expected the- by the Mets has bought the Timberwolves. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And now the next I, question. I, I didn't want to ex Yankee buying the Mets anyway, so yeah. I'm good. <laughs> You and I'm sure a lot of other best fans. But I don't think any Timberwolves fans want this either because you could have just became our triple A team. I think that the speculation is that he will be moving the team to Seattle. But we'll see. We will see. They're definitely in line for it. They got like everything. They've been dying to get a franchise back there. Yeah. It'd be a shame to see that the Timberwolves have to move, though. You know, whenever you see these, like, little towns and their little franchise, it's always a shame to see that, you know, that's what they have. The Bills leaving Buffalo. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Bills would. Buffalo would. Crumble. In L.A.? Somewhere like that? Nah, I'm in, I'm in Queens. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug you in. I got to plug you in. So I'm going to DM you. 
I'm yeah. the real. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, I, I've got I'm, a feeling. I know what that is. We got some good stuff coming up. Secret parties we can't even yeah, talk man. about on the radio. All right. Yeah, Send that invite out. Eight, I will. Yeah. Nora, Nora will be sending that invite out. The secret. Don't forget. Don't 420 forget. party birthday bash. Right now, yeah. I'll be in next week. I'm going to link with you. Thanks. All right. Yeah, yeah, so we got a whole bunch of good stuff going on. What do we have to look forward to now? The world is opening up. Any live shows? Any, any way we can actually see you perform live with the band? I, I just got an email about a festival in London in August, but I still don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I'm, you know, I hit them back. Like, what are y'all? What? How? You yeah. know? Fight. Uh, you gotta believe. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Cheeks is still on the road doing this. It's just you know, some of these promoters are still going for it in the south. I mean, especially. stuff's opening up. I think the, I think it was the the text or no, whatever the the Rangers. Just oh yeah, full yeah, they capacity. had full stadium, full capacity. Full capacity. Yeah. That wow. is like, that's a re- yeah. and uh, WrestleMania last night just had fans. So I mean, it's opening up. That full capacity is like that seems a little crazy. I mean, it just it's just so, <laughs> yeah. You see, we went to Florida. I went to Florida. Finally traveled down south to see Mister Cheeks for his birthday. So I made a visit down to see the in laws. And yo, mask shaming is the thing. I used to feel like you know, fat shaming was the big thing, but now yeah. it's mask shaming. I felt like <laughs> such a pansy down south. Like everybody was making fun of me. And they were telling the me they were like the virus doesn't. Exist. I had this eighteen year old kid telling me there's no such thing as the coronavirus. Just like looking me up and down like the biggest p- in the world. I was like, all right, <laughs> man. <laughs> so with my mask Same, I was I was down in Carolina on the beach and I caught myself like with the mask on when I walked up. People are just looking at you like, what are you doing? You wear it for respect sometimes, you know? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> like you said, I guess. you know, on, man. I mean, I'd rather that anyway. When I get a little out of hand, you know. Shout out, Sam. Is that still uh, Cheeks? You getting out of hand? I don't know. No, never. Not Mr. Cheeks. You kidding me? When the henny is flowing. (laughs) (laughs) Getting out of like this. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, Rockstar. And that's one thing that I want to bring up before we close any of this interview is that the Rockstar just like. Didn't doesn't exist in this day and age. It became like the rap stars became almost like the rock stars. Because I mean, I remember hearing stories about Led Zeppelin, or I should start with Van Halen, getting circus tents full of little people urinating on them. Led Zeppelin <laughs> finding groupies and literally banging them with live fish on the road. Like this is like these are real rock star stories. The rock star just doesn't exist in this day and age. Someone's got to step it up. And fill yeah. the void, Pharaoh. Is there any chance yeah. that's going to be you? Yeah, I mean, man, look, I'm an old ass man right now, man. <laughs> oh, stop it! Come on, fifty is the new thirty. It's what I don't been know. saying. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be sticking fishes and and orifices and shit. Maybe wild, wild in another way, but not 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 with the fish and the little people. Yeah. So they call the Jimmy Page. Yeah. Shouts oh, to Led man. Zeppelin. Man. Yeah, some of those groovy stories. I'll tell you, our friend Helmet Head, shouts to Helmet Head. He told me a story being 13 years old and sneaking into a Van Halen concert. And he went backstage somehow. He was a kid. He dressed up like he was a janitor, found his way into the backstage and said it was a literal literal circus. Like I said, <laughs> little people everywhere. 
<laughs> tons of naked women and just the just the band members. That's it. The band members and like you know just out of control. Yeah, we're so all the naked women. They they deserve that. That's how good they were. Yeah. They deserve yes. the circus backstage. Certainly, rest in peace to one of the greats, Eddie Van Halen. So that being said, only if, uh, one, of those, you know, only if one of those fishes could talk. Yeah, Billy ba- <laughs> those Billy Bass. That was uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> he picked up a with those women. I wonder Robert what's Plant. worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, it's been an honor. Everybody's got to go check out this new album. And also, do we have any other that. any other album? Oh, yo, that's another thing too. Is it true that it like it just recently we were able to start streaming your music? Because I, I I heard yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah the uh, the Internal Affairs album uh, just got returned back to me. The ownership of that, Absolutely. so that's that's it's crazy. You know what I mean? And I, I it's my. Sh- I own it. I own the masters. Wow! And even with um the organized confusion joints too, we, me and Prince gonna be putting up, you know, them are not on streaming services. You know what I'm saying? So for the first time, probably this summer, we're gonna have the first two albums up for the first time digitally. I mean, when we were doing those contracts, they ain't even have no provisions in there for. You better know it. You better know it. Tell them. Tell for, them. So Go so to it's to like what's. Cut the check, man. <laughs> yeah. That was not involved. So that's in huge news, though. So finally, Simon says, "Cut the check." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's huge news to any hip hop fans out there. They can finally stream Organized Confusion. And is there any chance that we'll see any type of a new album from you guys in the future? Um, we we we'll probably try and work on a uh, a new song for the uh. For the re-release of the uh, of the of the classic stuff, and uh, you know, to put out along with that, if it makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a once again, as a fan, it would be sick to hear. I know that similar situations going on here. This the re-release. Uh, it's 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 time. It's great. Oh, look who it is. Peace, 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 peace. The young man, young Z Ben. a mad fan of yours. That's crazy, uh, right? It has been an honor, Pharaoh Munch in studio. Be sure to Big follow him day. at Pharaoh Munch. Stream that new music. A magnificent day for exorcism. Everywhere, 13 is, is the group. A magnificent day for exorcism on all platforms. About to post Go it. check it out. Crazy yeah. ill. And, and thanks and, and, and love on the on the interview. I appreciate y'all's death, man. Oh, man, you blessed us, man. We appreciate you all. Yeah, definitely good looks coming on. Anytime you, you, you got anything, you're promoting anything, you know, you're always thank welcome you, thank back. You. Thank and you. thank you for your work. And thank you for this latest album. Like, truly crazy. So, you know, unfortunately, we're only going to be able to fit a couple of tracks off the new album right now. So everybody, start streaming that album. Google it. Like we say around here, this is The Ryan Show FM. And we will be back. New music by Pharaoh Monch on the way. Let's go. Real hip-hop 24-7. From today and back in the day. BigShopRadio.com.